Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. With the Biden administration denying 24,000 religious waivers for members of the armed services, how are chaplains holding up? Well, we interview a chaplain who has endured the fire. Ted Bassich is a former army chaplain. He will interview. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, I interview a longtime friend who has helped us defend religious freedom. I met Army Chaplain Ted Bassich way back in 2005, 2006. When I was a Navy chaplain, he was an active duty Army chaplain, and I was under fire and he was under fire for praying in Jesus' name or preaching the gospel as an ordained charismatic or Pentecostal minister. Welcome to the program live via Skype from Virginia, my longtime friend, Ted Bassich, who is now retired after 33 years in the service. Thank you for serving, God bless you, sir. Thank you, sir, excited to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you on the show. Uh, tell me about your army career. I know you were ordained to be a chaplain, which means you wear the cross of Jesus Christ on your uniform and you minister to all the troops, but especially leading Christian worship. Uh, how were you treated in the army? Leading Christian worship. I, I will tell you uh, my army career began in the Louisiana Army National Guard as an MP. Uh, I went off to the Gulf War in 1990-91 as an MP, came back, uh, went into the infantry, became an infantry drill sergeant for a bit, and then became a chaplain. My first experiences as a chaplain, uh, I guess you could say, was at the Army Chaplain, Chaplain Officer Basic, they called it Chobik back in the day. And uh, there, uh, one of the primary lessons was pluralism. And they, they ground that into our heads and they promised us up one side and down the other that we would never be compelled to violate our conscience. Never. So pluralism is this hodgepodge of, of mixed religions. It's where Muslims and Catholics and Jews and, and evangelicals, they all have to practice sort of a neutered, watered down religion. For example, you can pray publicly to God, you can say amen, but you can't say in Jesus' name, or you know, Muslims should not pray to Allah, Catholics should not pray to Mary, evangelicals should not pray in Jesus' name, because we all practice pluralism. It's one big government religion. Uh, is that how you experienced it? Well, uh, I think what I experienced is pluralism, as they call it, it is a, a bastardization of the actual word, just like the liberals bastardize many words such as tolerance. Pluralism, as I wrote in my Chovic paper and still have it, checked good. Pluralism is essentially integrity for opposing points of view, tolerance for opposing points of view with integrity towards your own. So as they preached one thing in Chaplain Officer Basic, as soon as I came out and started serving in, of all places, the 82nd Airborne Division, 
something very different was practiced, and it's because the Army is sometimes a kingdom of little fiefdoms, and it, it's a little bit of a thugocracy, and whoever's in charge kind of makes up the rules as they go. And uh, that's some of the some of what I experienced very early in the game, and it was uh, it was not pleasant. So I remember that also. They tell you one thing at chaplain school. They say the law protects the chaplain. You, in fact, section uh, Title Ten, Section Six Zero Three One, and an officer may con- a chaplain may conduct public worship according to the manner and forms of his own church. That is federal law. But then when you get out to the unit, they have rogue commanders who hate Jesus. On occasion, most, most of them respect religious freedom. But if you get a rogue commander who hates Jesus, he might punish the chaplain for his religion. Was that your experience? Well, my experience, yes, there are rogue commanders who hate Christ. And the world has changed so much with the Overton window, the window of po- acceptable political discourse being driven to the left so far that guys like Elon Musk and Bill Maher have left the plantation. But it's not just rogue commanders. My primary experience is rogue chaplains, uh, senior chaplains who, who, frankly, I'm pretty sure did not know Christ and who I think were concerned about their jobs and their incomes and their promotions and trying to kowtow to what they believed was the political bent of the day. So senior chaplains were pressuring you to water down your faith or soft pedal the gospel or stop praying in Jesus name. Uh, Were you ever punished with this or, or downgraded? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes, and at Fort Bragg, uh, there was a D, 18th Airborne Corps chaplain while I was there. Um, it, it, uh, he, uh, I'll never forget the first time I experienced it. And it's when my brigade chaplain, just a major, and I was just a captain, and he came and told me he wanted me to, to speak at uh, a memorial ceremony, but, and I'll never forget it but I cannot use the J word, the J word. I'm like, really? The J word, really? What word is that? Uh, it it, it kind of makes me think of the F word or something. So, so apparently the name of the savior is correlative to, to profanity. So I couldn't use the J word and I was, I was disgusted and horrified. That was the first, that was my first encounter. There were many others and it was all manipulation. It really was. So the name of Jesus was in effect banned by senior chaplains. And these are supposedly Christian chaplains who are telling you to deny Christ. Uh, And eventually that ended up on a bad evaluation and you were punished. Uh, Did it end your career or or how were you able to come back and serve eventually 22 active duty, 33 overall years? Well, the uh, senior chaplain in question actually made a significant effort to end my career. And uh, after I had applied for conditional voluntary indefinite status, uh, I got into a little disagreement with them because they kept uh, trying to enforce this illegal directive. This, I repeat, illegal directive 
unconstitutional, which flies in the face of their ordination, my ordination, our solemn constitutional oath, our integrity as men, and, and so forth. It is, it is a total reproach to everything that we're supposed to stand for, everything we're supposed to protect, everything that we're supposed to be doing on behalf of soldiers, protecting the soldiers' First Amendment fundamental rights. That's right. So these things, the senior chaplains, came down on me uh, very, very hard and tried very, very, very hard to destroy my career. I was able to thoroughly rebut everything they said. And uh, right. But they still they forced you. Time. They still forced you to go into the reserves for a while, and then thankfully you were able to reapply, go back on active duty, and finish for a full retirement. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the vaccine mandates and now Biden denying twenty-four thousand servicemen their religious waivers. After this, giving you a megaphone in Washington D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money, this is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. 
Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by retired Army Chaplain Ted Basich. I do wanna give a disclaimer that uh, his statements do not represent the views of the armed forces, obviously, uh, and he's no longer an active duty chaplain anyway. Congratulations on earning your retirement, but now in your uh, you know look back years or your, your analysis of current policy, uh, would you agree the Biden administration is now accelerating the purge of religious troops or even chaplains from the military? Absolutely, yes, I would agree with that. I have seen it uh, as we served. I, one of the things that that hit me like a, a no-brainer as after I had served for a short time, uh, another chaplain spoke to me and said, well, who runs the military? And I said, well, I guess generals run the military. He said, no, generals do not run the military. Politicians run the military. The generals just execute what the politicians tell them to do. So the issue is, is that if you took, and this, nobody knows this, but if you took the current U.S. code, all the laws that are on the federal books, and read 100 pages a day, seven days a week, it would take you 25,000 years to read it. It's a true and accurate statistic. So what happens is nobody knows we have so lost our, we are biblically and constitutionally illiterate. So what, what happens with guys like Biden, who, who he and his handlers are pushing in the Overton window radically to the left. So what you have is some of these chaplains who are absolutely godless, who don't know Christ, who don't pray, who the life of God is not in them at all. Uh, they're, they're just trying to please the political powers that be for the sake of their jobs and incomes. And I know that's a harsh statement, but it is a historical reality observed by men like none other than Adolf Hitler with the Church of Germany, Richard Wormbrand and others. You're absolutely right. Now, specifically in the past uh, 12, 18 months, the, the Biden administration led by the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, and we're gonna give out his phone number here on, on the commercial break. They have mandated vaccine mandates, and I got the vaccine, I don't have a religious objection, but 24,000 servicemen have been denied their religious waivers, as should be granted by not just the Constitution, but federal law says you may not use conscience or religious beliefs as a basis for adverse personnel action. But instead, 24,000 are now being given letters of reprimand, being discharged from the service, including 13 Air Force Academy cadets, uh, now seven Coast Guard cadets, uh, thousands of Army soldiers are being denied their religious views and forced to take the vaccine mandate. If you were their chaplain, what would you tell them to do? Uh, well, first and foremost, I'd support them all the way. I would tell them, hey, you need to know that you have every right to your beliefs. And I would sit down and discuss it with them. And, you know, I, 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 would, I would be very, very candid. And I actually have talked to an active duty Marine who I knew his father and he reached out to me and he, he too didn't want any part of this. And I supported him all the way. And I said, look, you know, you have a right to your beliefs. Uh, I, I happen to agree with your beliefs. And uh, for the record, this vaccine, so-called vaccine, is an experimental vaccine uh, without liability. So if they kill you or disable you, you have no recourse. 
Um, so it's it, this this is unprecedented. I mean, I'm taking vaccines from here to Timbuktu. The army has inoculated me with everything from anthrax to hepatitis and all the points in between. But this is is a unique uh, situation in which we are the experiment. And uh, you know, uh, you know, I have one guy you know tell me just rather candidly, I feel like taking the vaccine is tantamount to suicide. And uh, we don't know what the after effects are. We don't. So I said, I agree. You have a right. You have a you have an inalienable right to life. And if your conscience says no, if if you feel like the Lord is telling you in your heart no, then the answer is no. And 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 again, this is an unprecedented situation. And the courts specifically agree with what you just said. They've already issued, for example, a, a federal judge in Ohio told the Air Force. Stop it, you cannot force this upon people's religious views. The US Marines just beat Biden in court and a federal judge said, stop it. In Florida, Judge Maryday said, you cannot force this upon religious Marines. Uh, Unfortunately, the army has not yet had such a a deciding case uh, and the Coast Guard has not yet had such a deciding case. So there's a mixture, but Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense is trying to force this on everybody. Three Air Force Academy cadets who graduated, got their diplomas, are still not being commissioned. As of this taping, uh, the, the Air Force Academy superintendent is in violation of a federal court order that you must not deny commissions on the basis of religion. They're ignoring the courts. They're, the Biden administration and, and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is pushing this even against their faith And I think these troops are heroes. We need to take a short break. When we come back, Chaplain Ted Basich will tell us what is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPill that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. 
And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Chaplain Ted Basich. Ted, I wanna say a personal word of thanks to you because you know, probably 16 or 18 years ago when I was in trouble, when I was a Navy chaplain being punished for praying in Jesus' name, you stood with me and we had many private conversations by telephone. You were a great encouragement to me in my darkest hour. Why do you follow Jesus? Why is praying in Jesus' name important to you as it was to me? Well, that's a great question, Gordon, and I appreciate the opportunity to answer that. I follow Jesus because when I grew up, I grew up Roman Catholic, but I was more agnostic than Catholic, and I, I didn't see hard evidence of the existence of God, and I studied Darwin's theory of evolution, which, by the way, is a bunch of absolute bunk, uh, for, for which is produced incredible evil. Um, but I, I got saved when I was 23 years old, and I came to Christ. Actually, it was more like Christ came to me, uh, and made himself incredibly real to me. And it dawned on me at age 23 that, that there really was a God and that he is the God of the Bible, uh, a God who met me in a hotel room at age 23 and shocked me. So God is absolutely real to me. And if you are in a position to where a so-called chaplain is giving you an order to not pray in the name of Christ. Again, I never stood on top of a building like some madman saying, I must pray in the name of the Lord. It's really not the Jesus name issue. It's more the anti-Jesus name issue. And it's not just about the name of Jesus. It is about the spirit of Christ. It is about the truth. It is about our fundamental God-given rights as were so well articulated by Thomas Jefferson in one of the most inspired documents ever written. So Christ is very real to me. Yeah. Let me ask, what did Jesus do for us when he died on the cross? And what must I do to inherit eternal life? Okay, well, I thought about that question and I come back to John 3.16, the simplicity and the beauty of the gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes on him would not perish, but would have eternal life. What must you do to be saved? You must believe on Jesus Christ. Believe on Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. So believe on the Lord if you wish to be saved. Believe that, that uh, the historical figure of Jesus Christ, who is the central figure in human history, his story is exactly who he said he was. He is the risen savior. Amen. Uh, you know, I like to look back at the life that Jesus lived. And of course he was a holy man. He healed the sick, he raised the dead, uh, he did miracles. But when he went to the cross, 
he laid it all on the line as a substitutional sacrifice for my sins. For example, uh, I'm guilty of many sins, but Jesus was innocent and he was a holy man. I w- I'm, a, I'm an unholy man, right? But when he went to the cross, he paid the penalty for my sins to be forgiven. So there's like this holy exchange that happens. He takes my sins upon himself and he offers his holiness, which is now translated to me. And my sins are forgiven and he is found guilty. He was punished with, with a sacrificial crucifixion to death in my place. And now uh, when, I, when, when I die and, and I'm asked at, at the pearly gates, uh, did you know Jesus? If I know him, then my sins are forgiven by the, what he did on the cross. If I don't know him, then I have to pay for my own sins, which uh, is the difference between heaven and hell. Um, would you offer just a word of encouragement to somebody in our audience who does not yet know Jesus and then offer to pray with them? Um, I will. If you are out there and you do not know Jesus Christ, um, I do want to pray with you. And uh, with your blessing, Gordon, I will uh, lead us in prayer. But if you do not know Jesus Christ, if you are out there today and you're listening to this, and the name of Jesus Christ, even the existence of God himself, is some sort of foreign, ethereal concept. Um, I believe God wants to take that away and let you know that he is real and that he sees and that he is the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So if you will pray with me, uh, I will lead you, I will lead us all in a prayer. Um, So let's pray if that's okay. Grace, Heavenly Father, I pray for the listening audience and I pray specifically for that individual, for those individuals who might be on the fence, who might be in the valley of decision. And I say to them, open your eyes, walk in the light. And I say to myself, and I lead them in this prayer, gracious heavenly father, I thank you that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins and was raised again for my justification, that the just shall live by faith, and by faith I invite him into my life, into my heart, to receive him, that the spirit would give birth to spirit, that I might know even as I am fully known, that I might, even though I see through a glass darkly, receive greater sight. Christ, come into my life, give me a new day and a new hope and greater perspective that I might walk in the light even as he is in the light. In Jesus' name, pray, we pray, and I thank you, and we thank you, amen. Amen and amen. Our guest has been Chaplain Ted Basich. Thanks for coming on the show. His Facebook is uh, slash Nico Valkyrie, or you can just search for his last name on Facebook. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate today when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you just prayed with that man, please call us right now at 866-Obey-God. We wanna pray with you, we'll offer you some information. Call us today, 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit? or from angels, or from invisible demons. 
we've created a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.